Welcome to Day One Podcast Super Bowl Week Edition, where this podcast is for the people, by the people, what some would like to call the People's Podcast. I like to call it Day One. I'm your host, Mo. I know it's been a while since we had our last episode, but I am back behind the mic. And to be completely transparent, I was a little under the weather. That's then. This is now. We're going to get to your favorite segments. This That's Day One Review, Man of Mayhem, and Must Watch or Not Must Watch. Plus, the Heat and Dolphins are making major moves during the offseason. And, well, the Heat are still is still in season. But the Dolphins are making some great moves on their offseason. Um, the Heat are making some moves as well. I was half right about the Rory Rumble picks. My picks, I, I just got one right, but that's fine. King James made history last night and more. So stay tuned. This is Day One. So we, we usually don't start the show off like this with just the major segment off the rip. We usually jump into something else. But today, we're going to jump into the Man of Mayhem segment off rip. And your Man of Mayhem is, without a shadow of a doubt, LeBron James. So let's jump off with that Man of Mayhem, of the Man of Mayhem of the week, and that's King James. And he is the GOAT, the king, the man of many names and titles. How about adding this one? All-time scoring leader, LeBron James. So we're going to go ahead and get started with what happened last night. Um, the Lakers went up against the Thunder, and that was a history-making night because LeBron James has surpassed Akeem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time scorer leader in NBA history. Here's the clip of history being made. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James has shot in history. What an awesome moment. LeBron James was um, embraced by his family. His family came onto the court. They stopped the game mid-game. After the shot was made, they, they completely stopped the game. Um, a bunch of the media had bum-rushed the court. Um, the family came up. LeBron was calling his family down and took pictures and everything. And then he did do a semi-interview in the middle. And this is really what he had to say. You have witnessed it. LeBron James. Thank you to the Laker faithful. Um, you guys are one of a kind. Um, 
to be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the, to the captain, please. To my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my, man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years. I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late, great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I would never, ever, in a million years, uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. So, fuck, man. Thank you, guys. And sorry about that for the kids um, listening at home and watching around the world um, that live. LeBron James drops the F-bomb on live TV. Only he can get away with that. And you kind of understand why. He, he just literally made history. He is the all-time scoring leader in all of the NBA of all time um and you can make a case now and hear me out hear me out i wasn't alive yet to see that jordan area that jordan era but you can make the case now that lebron james is better than michael jordan i, I don't like from everything that he's been through and everything that he's overcame all of the adversity that he faced throughout his entire career or oh, you can't make the clutch shot he's the second most clutch player in history of the nba oh he he can't carry a team to an NBA Finals. Um, he did that there in Cleveland um, when he went back to Cleveland um, after he did that with the, with the Miami – after he had that strand with the Miami Heat. He also made several clutch shots with the Miami Heat. Um, the clutchest shot that was made in Miami Heat history is, is that Ray Allen shot. We all know that, but LeBron James had a lot to do with that. Um, he also said that in Miami it was like a college career, um, that four-year stand. But – and I'll be y'all, LeBron James is more more than likely the greatest player in um, NBA history. And it's, it's kind of getting hard to argue that. Um, he has one more year left with the Lakers. He can go anywhere else um, and probably win another couple of more championships the way he's playing. He's only 38 years old. Well, not only, but he's 38 years old and he's playing at a very high level. High level. Um, his last three or four games, I think he's averaged over 30 points um, per game. Um it doesn't look like he's slowing down. So I think LeBron James is going to get another championship. I think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Um, in my eyes, I've seen him play. I think he is the most durable player in NBA history. He's not all that likable, um, especially that stand with the Heat. But everybody's coming around, and he deserves his flowers, so let's give it to him. Um, congratulations, LeBron James, on being the all-time um, scoring leader and surpassing King Abdul-Jabbar. And before we go ahead and get off um, the Man of Mayhem, which is LeBron James, um, before we move forward, LeBron finished with 38 points, the final score OKC 133, and the Los Angeles Lakers 130. The Stars was out for this game. You had Shannon Shea Shea Sharp was outside. He was outside of himself, cheering for LeBron. You had Dwayne Wade, Jay-Z, and more. Um, and I already went over the, the Michael Jordan thing, and I think that's not an argument anymore. Michael Jordan is an all-time great. Um, Le LeBron is as well. LeBron is just um, a little bit better over his career. Um, even though Jordan had way more championships than him. Um, but we do have our next segment coming up, and that is Day One Review. This is a special one. This is a cool one. This is a funny one. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. 
So welcome to the day one review um, version um, of this week's version of the podcast of day one review segment. Um, so I got a lot of messages regarding the John Morant thing um, that happened in Indiana. Um, the Pacers game, I guess they was in, in Indiana um, playing against the Pacers and something happened. So John Morant, I guess his friend, uh, I guess they all hang out and they they, they are gangsters. Uh, that That's that's their words so let's just go over exactly what happened so john moran said all that stuff pretty much is false quote unquote it's been proven moran said when he spoke to reporters for the first time since the incident became public on sunday that's all i gotta say on it the pacers according to the athletic also alleged that someone in an, in an suv in which moran was a passenger pointed a red laser at them the report quoted two anonymous members of the Pacers party who said they didn't see if the laser was attached to a gun, but believed it was. The Pacers security guard in the area told the athletic they believed it was 100% a gun. So th that that's crazy. Um, and in the midst of after a major basketball game, this guy's in the NBA. He has a multi-million dollar contract and he's out here points lasers and guns well not directly him but his homeboys that's just that's just plain out stupid you, you shouldn't you shouldn't even involve yourself with that um take care of your friends and family but that's taking it to a whole nother level but let's see what shay shay sharp shannon shay shay sharp had to say about this because he did talk about it i would realize that he's not a thug john is a really john's a really good basketball player john did everything he could to lift himself and his family out of this type of environment and to get away from this and for some reason he wants to surround himself with these type of people why bro you not hard that's not your life people that in that life would give anything to be in your life great point for some reason you're worth 30 you're worth all you got a 200 million dollar contract and you want people in the nba to think you hood to think you gangster because you roll with these type of people, bro. You putting yourself in harm's way when you don't have to. Nobody looks at you, John. Think, man, that's a thug. He hood. <sighs> he down. He bought that. You not. Stop pretending. All you do is yap into my. Oh, I'm gonna let him live to see another day. I'm gonna do this. You're not gonna do nothing. What you're gonna do is get yourself in trouble, put yourself and your family in harm's way when you don't have to. Just play basketball. If you want to do all that chirping and all that about y'all good, how great y'all, even though your record indicate since you made your statement, Dylan Brooks made his statement, you've been awful. Have at that. I got no problem. I, I wish you wouldn't talk so much considering mm -hmm. y'all talk so much to have done so little. That's a part of it. I get that. But this, 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 what you're going about, pretending like you, like you down like that, that you tote, that you carry, bruh, you putting yourself in harm's way, mm. and it's not a good look for you. Stop this, man! This is not you. You, you. I mean, you, you played basketball to get out of this environment. You could, hey, I guarantee you got homeboys. You say that's your fam. You tweet that that's your fam. That probably had talent like you, but they chose that life, bro. You need to let that go, cause that's not you. It's not. You pretend like you hard, but you're not, job. You're opening yourself up. You're putting yourself in a position you don't even need to be in. And for what? For street cred? Come on. I had to stop it right there. That that rant from um, Shay Shay Sharp went on a, a pretty good minute. And just and to be honest, I have to be 100% honest with you. I completely agree with um, Shannon Sharp on that take. Uh, another thing. So these 
these Gen Z or the new era or whatever you want to call it, the, the millenniums, whatever you want to call it, they're different. They're pretty different because when I grown up and I'm not saying I'm not proud of that, I'm not a part of that era, but me growing up, I've watched people like Udonis Haslam play basketball and it's just things that you didn't hear through the media. You never heard it through the media. The media wasn't as big as it is now, but for some way or for some reason, I should say, you heard what was going on. UD, they were fighting. UD played on the court and you wasn't going to try UD. You wasn't going to try to outman him. You wasn't going to try to out-rebound him. Like UD was going to stand his ground. And if you wanted to fight after the game, UD was like, hey, I, uh, holla at me after the game, outside the arena, whatever you want to do. Meet me here. Meet me there. That was Udonis Haslam. And he never wasn't trying. To, it never came off as him trying to act hard or be hard. Just who he was. And, and he was a product a product of his environment growing up there in Miami, Florida, um, our hometown. So we heard a lot about Udonis Haslam. So, um, yeah, that's just pretty weird to me what's going on now with that whole John ja Morant thing. Um, I, I, I completely agree with Shannon Sharp. It's just not for him. It's not him. Um, if you got homeboys like that and you making all this money, um, get them out that life. That life ain't really um, prospering. Um, it's not a prospering life. So just – just move on from it, and and I wish John Morant nothing but the best um, in the future, and not to do anything like that or have his name on anything like that. He have to realize his self worth and um, continue to grow. And that's basically it for day one review. And remember earlier, um, when I was doing like the pre-show, um, documenting and and saying what we were gonna go over today, I did mentioned the royal rumble so wwe is on its way to or shall i say on the road to wrestlemania and wrestlemania is the super bowl of, of wrestling of professional wrestling so um the royal rumble is basically the start and my pick for the royal rumble the man's royal rumble was cody rhodes cody rhodes actually won and he will go one-on-one against the tribal chief roman reigns if the tribal chief wins at elimination chamber gets Sami Zayn. Um, but yeah, I was right about the Cody Rose thing. He won the Rory Rumble. Pretty cool moment. Um, the guy that went from intolerable to undeniable, and he he's he deserved it. Um, that segment on Monday Night Raw with Paul Heyman almost brung um it was somebody was cutting cutting onions or something, but it, it yeah, there was onions getting cut and I I wasn't watering my eyes wasn't watering or anything like that but yeah it was it was a cool moment moment they were talking about dusty Rhodes, and um the only the, the the crazy thing is that paul Heyman is so good at what he does he can turn it and he turned it um towards the end of that segment and then back to um reality of the match that that's going to go that's going to go down at wrestlemania um in los angeles so that's pretty cool and then also the woman's worry rumble i was wrong um, I had Becky Lynch winning the Women's Warrior Rumble. She did not. Um, the winner of the Women's Warrior Rumble was Rhea Ripley, which is my second choice, and she and she's great. Um, she's going to be going up against Charlotte if Charlotte can keep the um, Women's Championship, um, the SmackDown Women's Championship. So that's that's going to be pretty cool. So I, I can't wait for WrestleMania. Um, and um, if you're interested in anything regarding the Bloodline and what Roman Reigns is doing right now. Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, the Usos, Solo Sokoa, the stuff that they are doing right now, that is all Emmy Award storytelling. 
like they that story is going to go down in history as one of the greatest stories um in all of professional wrestling um and that's that's currently going on now so if i were you i get caught up on that um that's like law and order kind of stuff like law and order level kind of stuff really great tv it's not only great wrestling it's great tv like i'm dead serious like if if you want to find something to watch jump into that story and and kind of get into it and, and see if that's something that's for you and we're going to go ahead and move on to your miami heat and miami dolphins with their big moves coming up next and the miami dolphins have made a couple of moves that i do like i just don't know how much of a difference it's going to make um that defense was horrible it was abysmal last season so they hired vic fangio which is probably one of the def- best defensive minds in the league as of right now. Not, I'm not trying to take anything away from um, the new um, defensive coordinator. It's just what we've seen last season um, from going from probably the best defense to one of the worst defenses in the league last season. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if it was a coordination issue or whatever the case may be, but hopefully Vic comes in and, um, and resolve the issue um ultimately and then you also have the hire of butch berry which is the offensive line coach your new offensive line coach for the miami dolphins and that is basically it so we'll keep an eye on what the dolphins does um then you also see that um did you guys see that the minnesota vikings hired brian flores as their dc so and <laughs> The, the Vikings, they pretty much have a great defense. So that's going to be something cool to watch and see how far that goes with Brian Flores. I'm glad he does have a job. And that is basically it. We're going to move on to your Miami Heat. So it seems like with the Miami Heat, you have um, Pat Riley. He is seems like he's reloading and he's trying to figure something out um, before this week's deadline. I think the deadline is on Thursday. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... If I'm not wrong, I think it is Thursday is the deadline, the trade deadline. I expect for the Heat to do something. They didn't do anything last season with the deadline. They they went through the playoffs saying, like, okay, we're going to just go ahead and go through the playoffs with what we have and see what we have and see what happens. That didn't work for him. So I definitely think that Pat Riley is going to make a move. He's he's cooking in the kitchen again. So you never know. Um, The Heat are trading Deadman and a 2028 second-round pick to the Spurs for cash considerations with the Heat not taking a player. From the Spurs, the Heat is now five dollars, five million dollars below the luxury tax line. So we'll we'll see. So I I don't expect to have Kyle Lowry throughout the entire season. I, I expect Kyle Lowry to be traded um, before this week. I hope to God that that happens. Like please, and and, and Kyle Lowry, he's very likable, but he just hasn't been that guy for us for the Miami Heat. So, and I, I want to see this team take off. This team has so much potential and can make it to the finals they, again i know a few weeks ago the heat they can win any game they also can lose any game so we have to change that we need to be able to win every game we need to be in every game which they are most of the games they lost with bro was probably within the last five minutes of the game it's not like they're just getting blown out on a night-to-night basis so stay tuned for that thursday the trade the trade deadline you never know what pat riley's going to do so i'm going to be focused and my twitter is going to be open on Woj's account like to see what Woj um 
um tweet out regarding trades um before or on Thursday. So that is it for the Miami Heat. They do have a game tonight. Your Miami Heat is going up against the Indiana Pacers today at 7.30 in Miami. So we'll go ahead and put that in for consideration. But I'm not going to spoil anything. It may come up again in Must Watch or Not Must Watch, which is coming up next. It is now time for must watch or not must watch. You must be saying to yourself, and, and I, I've been missing for a week. You must be saying to yourself, hey, Mo, I got to know if it's must watch or not must watch. So let me let me give you a, a full rundown here. You got the Miami Heat tonight against the Pacers. The Heat are minus seven on the spread. That is not must watch. No, I, I, it's not. It's not. I'm going to watch the game, obviously. I'm a Heat fan, but it's not must watch. Um... The Heat are supposed to beat that team, so you have to win the games that you're supposed to win, and that's what um, says that's what separate pretenders from contenders. So I think the Heat wins this game, um, but it's not must watch. On TBS, you have AEW Dynamite at 7 p.m. This is also not must watch. No, not doing it. Not doing it. AEW. They've been they've been having a problem for a, a while now. They have all the talent in the world when it comes to professional wrestling, but no storytelling what's uh one day you have to put the story in the ring and then make a great match you just have one you just have great in-ring guys they they put on great matches every week um but that's not must watch no no then on friday night on fox this coming friday you have friday night smackdown that is must watch yeah, anything that the Tribal Chief is a part of is must-watch. So, yeah, that's must-watch. Um, and then Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Chiefs at Eagles. The Eagles is a point-and-a-half favorite. That that spread, that line of spread is very close. That is must-watch. That is a must-watch game. Obviously, the Super Bowl is must-watch. We're going to be looking out for the commercials. Um, the funny commercials on um, the halftime show. I think Rihanna is doing a halftime show. So yeah, that that whole game is going to be must watch. I think Patrick Mahomes do it. I'm going for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, I got them minus three. Um, so we'll stay tuned for that. So I'll, I'll talk to you guys next week regarding um, the outcome of the Super Bowl. Um, did you hear something about Michael Irvin? He's been taking off the Super Bowl coverage for some woman complaint. We'll jump into that um, once that story unravels. But yeah, and that is it for this week. Must watch and not must watch. Oh, we are getting towards the ending of the show. I have one more thing to go over with you all, and that is somebody who retired not once but twice so we we do have to say goodbye to the greatest quarterback in nfl history that man is tom edward well thomas edward brady tom brady has been a chaos in my life for the past 18 19 maybe 20 years against the miami dolphins he played for the new england patriots and he just killed us every season and it's just hard to watch um, but it also was easy to watch because we know now that he is the greatest quarterback that ever lived in this profession, and he deserves all of his flowers. So 
Congratulations, Tom Brady, on a historical career. He has seven championships. Um, yeah, Tom Brady. So this is his official retirement. Uh, I don't think he comes back. I know that was something that everyone has been boggling their head, head about. That is he going to come back? Is this, this is the final retirement thing? I, I think he's done. Yeah, I think he's done. And another thing, before we go over to what his speech was and how he did the retirement this time, you want to know the last person who sacked Tom Brady? Hmm. Think about it. Give you a second. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. He's the last person to sack Tom Brady. He's going to be the defensive player of the year. I love the, that guy. He's what they call him, 11 from heaven, like Michael Parsons. He's a beast um, out of Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, he's the last person to sack Tom Brady. Just a little bit of trivia, um, if you if you want to say. Um, so, in the future, five, ten years from now, like, oh, who's the last person to sack Tom Brady? You heard it here first, Michael Parsons. And here's Brady on his retirement. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you supporting me my family my friends my teammates my competitors uh, i could go on forever there's too many um thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream i wouldn't change a thing love you all and that is it for the show again congratulations on the retirement for tom brady the goat so we, we had two goats on the show today. We had LeBron James and Tom Brady. We talked about them both. Um, they are much deserving in everything that they did for their respective um in their respective careers and in their leagues as well. So they're both on a league of their own. I don't no one can change that. I don't think so as of now. Um it's inarguable regarding Tom Brady and it's inarguable regarding LeBron James. And as we all know this by now, this show is for the people, by the people, what some would like to call the People's Podcast. I like to call it Day One. I'm your host, Mo, and I'll talk to you soon. Sound the music.